Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You stay off right there. You stay off. No, you're on. I'm not talking to you. You're not on, actually. I have your mic off. <laughs> why am I? Why did you have my mic off? I've decided to start toggling your mic on and <laughs> off a little bit more. Okay. So, just so people know, this is as we head into Mother's Day. I just want you to know, Alice Shattuck has forty-three kids. <laughs> is through no fault of my own, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you. As my friend Marion Barry would say, the something set me up five times now. <laughs> Do you know what he said? <laughs> yes. Five times, Alice. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm, <laughs> you I, did I, it. I, listen, Alice. You Alice, did it. I'm a Protestant from a W town. We don't have <laughs> Why don't five you do kids. What everyone okay? does. You people have five kids. My people don't have five kids. It's very unwaspy. Very. <laughs> Goodness. So here's my feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, is that I want to celebrate. Just so you guys know, part of Alice is we were just we're we're late as usual, but one of the reasons is that this is Alice's reality and now will be for the next five years just listen to this listen carefully <laughs> no, I don't play it check yeah. one two <laughs> I'm coming there you go there's Alice no. which is too bad which is really too bad because Why is just it my life just Five months ago, this was Alice's life. Am I hot? I mean, obviously, I'm hot. <sighs> Ripped from you. <laughs> I know. Everything's taken away. I'm now not hot. I'm going to have another. Actually, I like the baby part, though. I like. No. No, the ti- that's my favorite, the really tiny babies. But that's <laughs> like, then they turn into kids and then it's like work. But it was our son's birthday today and it seems like he liked his birthday presents. So that's great cool. presents. He's a great kid. He's a great kid. I can't believe he's 10. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Is the girl 10 yet? Um, yeah, 12. That's ridiculous. I remember mm-hmm. writing my mother a note when I was 10 years old. It was the first and only nice note I ever wrote her. All my notes were bitchy to her about mm-hmm. how she didn't love me and love my brother better and. How I didn't get a good enough like Easter present. Like I was every possible spoiled kid who needed fat little kid who needed a beating thing I could write to her. I wrote to her awful notes and just left them for her and went and wept in my corner with my fat. Like I hate you because like I was saying last night because of the the, uh, the or if I said this last night on the show I don't remember when I would make her go to Orange Julius for me because little uh, little. Tommy the Hut needed to have nachos delivered. She would do it, and I would write her a note saying the nachos sucked. 
Just such a mm-hmm. dickhead. Actually, you remind me of our five-year-old, the one who was yelling on that recording for yeah. me to wipe his butt. Because um, he's like that. Like You'll make him a meal, and he'll act like he loves it and eat the whole like bowl of pasta or whatever that you've made him. And then he'll go, I hated that. It was terrible. Oh, what a <laughs> bastard. <laughs> like, once it's all oh. eaten, that's when he tells you that he hates Good. it. Check yeah. one, two. <laughs> Today he I'm had a coming. tantrum because isn't it was he, too hard to blow up balloons for his brother's like, birthday. Yeah, I saw he trashed the... the yeah, he got room. mad and like yeah. threw a bunch of stuff because it was too hard yeah. to blow up the balloons. He's a terrorist, yeah. He's also got some... <laughs> I'm like, vo- I didn't... Invite- she's also got some new vocabulary happening and... Now, which of us do you think he learned that from? From you. Mm. Obviously. Get, mm. We have a five-year-old uses the C word, Alice. That is you. <laughs> that is not me. Okay, so then mm-hmm. the reason I want to start there is because Mother's Day. Yes. There is a rash of companies now. Major retailers have been giving their customer bases the ability to opt out of any Mother's Day related emails and promotions. And it's drawn some back backlash. Um, some people are saying, let's see, Stephen Miller um, says, the left's war on womanhood, motherhood, and childhood continues to gather force. Every one of these brands have been captured by the radical anti-woman, anti-family left... Okay, but I don't actually think it's like an anti-woman, anti-family thing because we actually know some people like this in our personal life Mm -hmm. who have fired off angry emails to companies because they got like a shop for mom email and like their mom had recently died or something and they were like, don't you think about this stuff before you send it? This is so insensitive, blah, blah, blah. Like it does. I mean... It upsets people. And, like, I've seen more companies do this for the holiday season, too. I think we might have briefly mentioned this mm-hmm. either last holiday season or the one before. That more and more companies... Because this is actually... So here's Fry's Food that, Stores. They say, we know Mother's Day and Father's Day can be insensitive times for some. If you'd like to opt out for our emails and push notifications for these holidays, please tap below. And then there's another one... Um, I think Kay Jewelers is doing it too. Oh, there's a ton. There's a bunch, like, of, there's a, a bunch of companies have but, like compiled lists. And, you know, from the company's perspective, it's not, they don't want to get emails like the ones people we know have actually sent to companies because they they want to know who it's going to be most effective to send the Mother's Day messages to and who they're going to piss off. From their perspective, they're just gathering more data. Like, okay, here's our list of people that we don't send Mother's Day stuff to. They're just gathering more marketing data to action off of. From their perspective, it's like, great. So that's the perspective of the the marketing department Mm -hmm. and the sales department. Um, And maybe even somebody in operations, whatever. But the problem I have is the person in the HR department, most specifically the DEI, Diversity, Equity, Inclusion Department, Mm -hmm. they're also saying, that's fine. We're being sensitive. But you're not seeing this with Pride Month, Pride Week, Pride Day. You're not seeing this with uh, Black History Month. You're not seeing this... With oh, this is as we learned last night. This is a lesbian uh, visibility week. Visibility week. Right. Nobody's being asked to to opt out of these things. I'm going to get. Um, what's the high? Oh no, forget. It. I won't mention. Them. No, I, I want an option to opt out of Pride Month. Well, though. what I'm saying, companies would offer me that. That's the point, Alice. Is that they were not given the choice. That we're not given a choice. Right. That we better take our Pride Month email blast and damn well enjoy it. Right. And there's going to be all the colors, etc. Well, then maybe we should start writing angry emails. Well, here's the thing. is that like, I would buy stuff during Pride Month with the special Pride promotion, etc. You know, I, I don't care. If it's a good deal, it's fine. It could be, uh, you know, snuff film <laughs> week. And I will, I will buy if there's a good deal on, like, a beef jerky, I will do it. <laughs> Okay. I just don't like the fact that they're calibrated like this. Right. That they're sensitive about people having moms, but not about um, gay pride parades. Yeah. And especially since, Alice, remember we had to read the room 
Mm-hmm. Remember we had to watch our tone, uh, tone can't be tone deaf, like during the George Floyd stuff? Yeah. Well, moms and women have been absolutely under attack. We men are men get to pretend to be girls and women and moms now, and we actually billboard them as such, give them awards and money now to be pretend. Right. So I think this is interesting because this sort of brings me to like an overarching theme that I've kind of been thinking about, to be honest with you, because I do think like, I mean, the marketing department would obviously love to know who doesn't want to get which messages, right? Like if they could get a data file of like which messages are going to make you opt out of our email list and which aren't like all ready to download, who doesn't want pride messages, who doesn't want Mother's Day messages, who doesn't want Christmas messages, like if we could just get a list of like anybody who's going to be pissed off by this email in advance so that we don't send it to you, like the marketing department wants that because that makes their job easier and their life better and their results better, right? Like that's good for them that's bottom line but you raise a really good point because when it comes to the social justice stuff and the pride stuff companies are specifically ignoring the bottom line in order to push an agenda yes and this is really interesting because i saw sarnovich was interviewed by benny johnson yep this week did you see any of this no i didn't uh i I don't remember if i even sent it to us but um it was great because it was about fox firing tucker And it was specifically about this, about companies like there are so many conservatives still trapped in this like pro free market, pro business, let everyone do what they want and it will all shake out because the companies care about the bottom line mindset. And it's just not true anymore. You know, Mm. Fox fired their biggest host, their biggest draw the biggest primetime host on any cable TV station right now, right? Like, that's not a bottom line decision. No. That's that's an ideological decision, right? And it's the same with the pride stuff because, like you say, like, it actually, from the marketing department's perspective, like, if I could get an email list of all the people who are going to be offended by a pride email, I mean, my company doesn't really do that anyway, but... Like, you know, if I worked at a marketing department where they wanted to send a pride email and like my marketing department would absolutely want a list of people that would be offended by that in advance so that that we could send it without them even knowing because that would be great. Like, just like we would like a Mother's Day list and a Christmas list and everything else. However, you should see the hemming and hawing people do about whether or not it's okay to mention Easter in the Easter weekend sale. You know, like how Easter can we be? We know we don't want to cross, but like are eggs and bunnies too much? We're not sure. Do we just have flowers? Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, those are the types of decisions. But when it comes to things like Pride or Black Lives Matter, a whole bunch of companies throw that type of calculus completely out the window because, like you say, the HR departments and in a lot of cases, like the... The softer departments, like marketing departments, the creative department, have been totally ideologically captured by people who do not care if it hurts the company. They only want to use the company to push their agenda, right? They've completely overtaken the company and are wearing it like a skin suit. They don't care Uh about making profits anymore. And that's the reason for so much of what you're seeing now with these corporations and pushing this agenda and stuff. And like what's going on with Disney versus DeSantis and all this stuff. So they're going back and suing him now. Right. And like like I said before, like I kind of almost this stuff is so deeply convoluted and hardcore inside baseball legalese stuff with the Reedy Creek district and like I have no clue who's right legally. I just don't. Like you do you know what I mean? Like and and the people that I see both the people who defend DeSantis and the other people both seem completely certain that they have like the facts and the law on their side. And it's very confusing to know which is which because they seem to be like existing in alternate realities. Right. And so I don't know who's right, but I do know that a company 
that cared about the bottom line would not have picked this fight. Right. And, I, and, I, and when I worked for a big radio company 20 years ago, mm-hmm. it was also the dollar led. The dollar led. Right. And the salespeople generally, these clusters, the GM was a sales guy. A former, it used right. to be GM, used to be a programming guy, but now it, the GM was a sales guy. And all that mattered was the bottom line. That's it. We're making money. We've got to get money. Got to get the dollars. And you, which is kind of raw capitalism, right? The The problem is now is that these companies now have to deal with the prospect of an internal revolt. And maybe that's the, the maybe that's the mm-hmm. issue. Well, maybe Disney is looking at the, is looking and, at the, maybe yeah. Disney's looking at the, the dollars if everybody walks or uh, the, I mean, there's other t- people there uh, or the PR hit. If- but I think there's also just a lot of true believers high up in these companies, particularly the really big ones like Disney. Um, you know, remember that executive lady that mm-hmm. was on there a little while ago? They feel there are people high up in these companies who feel that these are like right side of history issues or take like that Alyssa Heyer Schneid, whatever her name is, the Bud Light lady, yep. like that this is like the right thing to do. We need to bring this brand forward. We have a job to do and that's to lead and be a voice and all this stuff. And this is like what all the experts and the college people are telling them. So like I flagged there's this AP article. I don't understand how the AP, by the speaking of organizations that are just hollowed out by psychopaths, I don't understand how the AP so quickly went from like just a hard news thing to being like complete propaganda 24 seven, but they really are at this point. But listen to this piece today from, and this is how you know they're hurting too, right? Mm-hmm. So they've uh, let Alyssa and her boss, this other market, the guy who's in charge of like marketing for their big brands. Um, they're both on paid vacation right now. They're both uh, taking a leave of absence. Um and and you know you can tell by like the non-apology that they issued and stuff that they're in the patriotic ad they made yeah. that they're they're hurting and they're trying to figure out what to do but like listen to this bud light piece like running cover for them now because they can see that they're hurting too bud light fumbles but experts say inclusive ads will stay by Deanne Durbin, who covers the food and beverage industry. <laughs> Bud Light may have fumbled its attempt to broaden its customer base by partnering with a transgender oh influencer. Oh my God, no, no. Is that what happened? Were they broadening yeah. their customer base or were they calling all their current customers fratty and unsophisticated and saying, we don't effing need you? Right. But experts say inclusive marketing is simply good business. And it's here to stay. It's obviously not good business, or you wouldn't be writing this article right now. Yeah, but in, in, in Flindelstadt would not be suspended currently. Right. A few years from now, we'll look back on this controversy with the same embarrassment that we feel when we look back at controversies from the past surrounding things like interracial couples in advertising, said Sarah Reynolds. Yeah, what was the big glaring interracial couple Advertising scandal. <laughs> I don't remember that one. To be honest with you, I do think that 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 that, that is a thing that people t- about starting about twenty years ago started to feel pandered, uh, started to feel like that somebody was like pandering and being too cute. For there's one of everything in every commercial. Suddenly, it's like right, but we, but but it wasn't as blatant as this. Right, you weren't at that point throwing a delusional, insane. Um, it, rabidly psychotic man who, who thinks was, he's a little girl, right? To represent a girl, right? Yet. Um, we'll look back on this in past as we look back on past controversies from surrounding things like interracial couples and advertising. Said Sarah Reynolds, the chief marketing officer for the human resources platform Hi Bob, who identifies as queer. <laughs> What does the chief marketing officer for a human resources platform do? What even is a human resources platform? Anyway, if you need a human, if you're in the market for a human resources platform, you can check that out. Sarah Reynolds is going to, who identifies as queer, is going to market to you. Um, On April 1, transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney posted a video of herself cracking open a Bud Light on her Instagram page. With the pronouns already, we're effing around. 
This is in, in also. In, did she just? AP oh, did she? Yeah. Did she misgendering somebody? <laughs> did we just? Did she just uh, crack open a beer the way normal people do, or did she go? I don't know what March Madness like even is because I'm just a dumb girl. I'm like, what's this can of Bud Light? But like, it has my face on it, and this is what girls do because we're dumb. Because I guess it has to do with a sport, and like, girls don't understand sports. I mean, really. Transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney posted a video of herself cracking hey, open a Bud Light on her you Instagram You know what's interesting, page. Alice? What's interesting? If Dylan Mulvaney had been using the personality he had a year ago, which is a gay man, which is what mm-hmm. he is, would he have belittled that personality by representing him as that? No, coolest? he also wouldn't have had the Bud Light sponsorship as a gay man. Right, right but I'm saying is, would he represent gay men as being ditzes maybe you do see a little of that but yeah generally that's less tolerated than transgender people making fun of the women that they claim to be it's i mean certainly um also she showed off a can with her face on it that bud light sent her one of many corporate freebies she gets and shares with her millions of followers but unlike the dresses from Rent the Runway or the trip to Denmark from skincare brand Olay Henriksen, Bud Light's partnership with Mulvaney angered some customers and hurt sales, while the brand's lack of support for the influencer infuriated the very people it was trying to reach. <laughs> Three days after Mulvaney's post, Kid Rock posted a video of himself shooting cases of Bud Light, shares of Bud Light's parent, A.B. Which, Inbev. by the way, is even even with shooting cases of Bud Light is far closer on brand to Bud Light right. than Dylan Bonvini opening one and drinking one. Of course it is. Yes. Uh, AB InBev temporarily By the way, Kid Rock also company- not a kid. To, mm-hmm. to her credit, he's also not a crazy grandfather, you know. The company issued a terse statement in response to the controversy. This terse. week, Anheuser-Busch, AB InBev's U.S. subsidiary, confirmed that Elisa Heinerscheid, the vice president of marketing, and her boss, Daniel Blake, are taking a leave of absence. The company won't say when they will return or whether they're being paid. For some, the partnership went too far at a time when transgender issues, including gender-affirming health care and participation in sports, are a divisive topic in state legislatures. Whether the issue is trans people or anything else, the majority of consumers are pretty vocal about the fact that they don't want brands lecturing them or stuffing politics or social issues down their throat, said John Frigo, the head of digital marketing for Best Price Nutrition. If you sell beer, just make beer and leave it at that. But others, including Heinerscheid herself, say that reaching out to younger and more diverse consumers is crucial. According to a 2021 Gallup poll, 21% of people in Gen Z identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender, which definitely tells you it's totally not up a made up, a, totally not a made up fad at all. It's Alice. definitely a real thing that 21% of Gen Z is. Uh, compared to 3% of baby boomers. Gallup has also found that younger consumers are the most likely to want brands to promote diversity and take a stand on social issues. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light, and it was this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a very long time, and if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light, Heinerscheid said last month in an episode of Apple's Make Yourself at Home podcast. Bud Light and Mulvaney declined requests to talk to the Associated Press for this story. Bud Light has long been America's best-selling beer, but U.S. sales are down 2% so far this year, part of a long-running decline as younger consumers flock to sparkling seltzers and other right. drinks, according to Bump Williams Consulting. Those sales declines accelerated rapidly in April. The week ending April 15th, Bud Light sales dropped 17% compared to the same week a year ago. So wait, we started off this article saying that all the experts say that this marketing was simply good business. ha ha ha. Is that how, was it simply good business? Because it seems like you're telling me that uh, the sales dropped 17% and rivals Miller Lite and Coors Light both saw their sales jump more than 17%. So it seems like what you're telling me is that this wasn't actually good business, but good job, hard news feed AP. Uh, marketing experts say it's possible Bud Light's experience will cause other brands to rethink using transgender people in their advertising. no. I can guarantee you if Bud Light had used Caitlyn Jenner in their advertising, no one would have batted an eye. I, 
think a couple of people might have better than I, but not well, probably not actually. Not right. I don't think people would have cared. People have known Bruce Jenner now for fifty years. And Caitlyn Jenner's out here like starting packs about not letting men in women's sports, and like I mean, like it just wouldn't. It's not. It's not about the person being transgender who's in the ad. Right. Caitlyn Jenner is also, uh, in spite of what she would like us all to believe, in the Target demo for Bud Light, pretty much. Yes. In terms of yes. age and gender. Like, I mean... Yeah. It, that's the... Isn't it like the aging male athlete beer, basically? Yes. Like, that's what it is. I don't know. It... Uh, so it's going to scare people from using transgender people. Joanna Schwartz, professor at Georgia College and State University, who teaches a course on LGBTQ plus marketing. <laughs> that sounds like a really edifying course. Said companies will still want to reach transgender consumers and their supporters, but might shift to social media and more targeted ads. They're walking an extremely fine line. They want to appeal to everyone, but that includes people who don't like each other, Schwartz said of Bud Light. Still, Schwartz said there are plenty of brands that have successfully featured transgender or non-binary people in their marketing. Yeah, you think, marketing experts? Do you think maybe there's a difference between, you know, a shishi skincare brand like Ole Henriksen? Right. Featuring a transgender social media influencer and Bud Light beer featuring a so, do you think marketing experts that maybe different brands have different customer bases? Like, is that something that you cover in your LGBTQ plus marketing course or no? It's because it seems like maybe that's something you would want to start with. Uh, in 2016, Secret Deodorant ran an ad featuring a transgender woman in a bathroom stall, debating whether to walk out and face the other women at the sink. Pantene Shampoo has run ads in short films supporting transgender people as part of its Hair Has No Gender project. And Coca-Cola's 2018 Super Bowl ad featured young people using different pronouns to describe themselves. Thomas Murphy, an associate professor of branding at Clark University. God. Oh, God. <laughs> How, like, specific can you think me? Associate professor of branding. Said he tells brands that want to be inclusive to run ads with real people who can talk about the company's efforts. They can have employees who say, I love Bud Light. I've worked here for 20 years. There are inclusive programs, and I came here because I wanted a company that would embrace me, he said. Who couldn't see and hear that person and say, what a great company? Instead, Bud Light wound up alienating even transgender co customers. How many transgender customers does Bud Light have? Uh, four. <laughs> I mean, Caitlyn Jenner is probably the only one. Right. Uh, because it didn't support Mulvaney after the boycott calls began, Anheuser-Busch CEO Brendan Whitworth issued a statement on April 14th, but didn't specifically mention the controversy. We never intended to be a part of a discussion that divides people, Whitworth said. Mm -hmm. By comparison, Nike, which faced boycott threats after sending workout clothes to Mulvaney, supported the transgender community in an Instagram post, encouraging followers to be kind and inclusive. Nike didn't respond to requests for comment. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't... Yeah, once again, different brands are different. Yeah, that is a, that is a remarkably you. intellectually lazy thing. In, in, See, Nike didn't apologize. In, in, yeah, woke people line, like Nike. Yeah, no, it's that is talk to talk about misinformation. Man beer man, an associate professor of marketing at the Feliciano School of Business at Montclair State oh, University. What a dickhead. Said Bud Light should have anticipated the backlash and had a plan in place to handle it. Nike learned that lesson in 2018 when it featured Colin Kaepernick. Man said Nike briefly faced boycott threats but stood by Kaepernick and sales quickly recovered. Yeah, because you, who's a Nike consumer? Is it the same as the Bud Light consumer, do we think? Man thinks Bud Light sales will ultimately recover too, but in the meantime, they're alienating everyone. The communication is not clear. Is this coming from your value set? Or are these just things that are trending, man said. You have to know what your values are and what are the values of the customers you are trying to reach. These are a lot of people that think they're really smart and teach other college students to think yep. that they're really smart. And then they go on to do dumb things like ruin brands like Bud Light because they think themselves right into a corner. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's like brand inclusion. But stop bringing new concepts. And I've been in marketing meetings. I know that you are in marketing meetings now where somebody, like comes, up, somebody comes up with <laughs> the latest new market speak, marketing speak. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was like, big into it, 
the last thing a few years ago, we were all there was stakeholders left and right. Oh man, we were taking care of stakeholders. We were centering them. We were leaning into things. Mm-hmm. You know, it was gross, gross. And then, um, yeah, um, when when I first got into radio it was when when I first started to be in my real first adult meetings, and tipping point. Everything was a tipping point. You know, right? Be, oh, it was gross, gross. God. So I do want to play something here, Alice. I just want to, okay. this is an aside, okay? The five yesterday. Yeah. The five yesterday. The five yesterday was a perfectly brilliant show. And Gutfeld, Greg Gutfeld, mm-hmm. was effing awesome. 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 I can't even Best say. Best thing left on Fox. Huh? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially Gutfeld. But he was all just totally on, and their chemistry was really good. Listen, here's the here's the uh, intro. Gutfeld was like, "Hi, I'm Greg Gutfeld, along with Judge Jeannie Pirro, like, Harold Ford Jr., Charlie Hurt, and she's always picked first for limbo." Dana Perino, <laughs> the five. <laughs> President Biden finally kicking off his 2024 campaign, promising to unite the country. Once again, and get stuff done. <laughs> Just kidding. Old man Biden is back to screaming about how evil MAGA Republicans are, and they're going to ruin the country. Around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms. Cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy. Dictating what health care decisions women can make. Banning books and telling people who they can love. All while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead, we have more freedom or less freedom. More rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. Where is he? If you missed the big video, you're not alone. Biden released it at 6 a.m. when half the country was still asleep. And when Jesse had to get up to change another diaper. (laughs) Just like Dr. Jill. And while Americans... Hold on, did you miss that line? Okay. Sally, can you take Cyril, please? Please? I heard it. He had to get up to change okay, his diaper. Don't, 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 like... don't say it. Don't say it. Okay. <sighs> I know what I want the answer. I know we can. Show markets are in free fall. As fo- Just don't want to see Biden run again. And Republicans are responding to the president's... When I ran for president four years ago... Sorry, I'll... And we lose our place in yes. the video. Well, MAGA Republicans are... I think you do too. Because this is the United States of America. There's nothing, simply nothing we cannot do if we do together. Huh? What job is he talking about? Joe didn't mention a single thing he has accomplished or wants to do. And his own voters don't even want him. 51% of Dems say they just don't want to see Biden run again. And Republicans are responding... To the president's announcement with a preview of what his re-election would look like. This morning, an emboldened China invades Taiwan. You skip markets are in free fall. Over over by diaper regional line. banks. Of sh- Thanks, Cyril. Republicans are responding. <laughs> work to do. A.M. when half the country right, is right here. Right there. Ahead, that was right there. Okay. We have more freedom or less freedom. More rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. Where is he? If you missed the big video, you're not alone. Biden released it at 6 a.m. when half the country was still asleep and when Jesse had to get up to change another diaper, <laughs> just like Dr. Jill. 
And while Americans are crying uncle at the thought of Biden run again and Republicans are responding to the president's announcement with a preview of what his reelection would look like. Precipice of some kind of Armageddon. But he's been president for four years. He's almost arguing against himself being reelected. Yeah, it's really amazing. That video was as dark as his initial (laughs) four years ago or two years ago, his initial thing. The only difference is that that was about the whole lie about Charlottesville. And this is about the MAGA semi-Nazis or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Charlie Nazis. Sykes, who it's does just an awesome so job. dark and depressing. And, you know, you take a guy like uh, Barack Obama uh, two years it. ago. Still really rain is coming off the tracks. Interesting. Okay, Charlie, welcome to the show. You look great. Thanks for having me. Uh, wasn't my choice. So <laughs> <laughs> what's it like? What's it like when he was like that the whole show? The show was incredible. He was incredible in the tightness of everybody in that show. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. Now, I only listened. I, I listened it during the day to it in the morning. It was just awesome. And I just wanted to give my kudos to that. I have one more piece of good news, if you'd like, unless you'd like to go next. Can I go first? You can do your piece of good news. Okay. I'll allow it. My piece of good news. Okay. Has to do with Stephen Hawking Spielberg. Okay. In a Q&A a couple of days ago, said something which is excellent and gives me hope that maybe the traditional left, the good old-fashioned liberals, could come back into the fold. <laughs> but is, is there a sense of... I know at one point you took some guns out of E.T. and then regretted that, it. That was How a mistake. You- that was a mistake. Um, I never should have done that because E.T. is um, a product of its era. And it, it's not, it, no, no film should be revised based on the lenses we now are either voluntarily or being forced to peer through. But, uh, or being forced, E.T. Wow. was a film that I was sensitive to the fact that the, that the federal agents were approaching a bunch of kids mm. with their firearms exposed. And I thought I would change the guns into walkie-talkies. But E.T. was, and that was because years had gone by, and I, and I, I had changed my, my own views. I should never have messed with the archive of my own work and I don't recommend anybody really do that. Your, your film, all our movies are... Maybe he should sit down and have a chat with George Lucas, sort of a signpost too. Of where we were when we made them. So I think that is great. What great news that is. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and, and what I think also is happening here is I think many Jewish Americans mm-hmm. are especially sensitive to when they feel there is scapegoating happening and there are movements, there are fascistic movements around and even rumblings. Yeah, and I think especially this racial stuff, it's not a coincidence that the black Hebrew Israelites sometimes sound a little bit like the very few neo-Nazis that are still wandering around, right? Like, because if you start to lump together races... Mm. And compare who's doing well and who's not and keep score in that way based on race and decide that if one race is ahead, it must be because they got one over on your race. Then, like, obviously, you know, that leads to pointing fingers at racial groups that tend to do well. And there are a lot of Jewish Americans that have done really well in this country. And it is reminiscent of other times in history when people have pointed fingers at, um, you know, the Jewish community for daring to do well. Right. You know, and that's when you when you start to look at the world in that way, like, how is my race doing compared to other races? And if I don't get into art school, it must be because some other <laughs> Jews, some other you know ethnic group is holding something against me because of my race. Then you know, then that's like those resentments are real, and like that's the same type of lens when you start to look at everybody through a racial lens and make those types of comparisons. That's that method of thought, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that that's it's. I think that it's really important what he says to not go back and modify the past because I think among other things too, it gives us a false idea of how far we've come. I mean, we talked about a few, 
years ago on this show talking about law schools wanting to edit the Dred Scott decision for their students because it would be offensive to um, them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but we want them to know what right. people thought then and the actual legal realities that former slaves faced in this country and like the lack of rights that black people had in America. Like that, that was funny? the legal reality. But you don't want to edit things from the past because you want to know and, and you want to be able to keep in perspective that your views change too, right? That one person, I mean, and, and that's like a perspective that we've definitely completely lost because like, look at the gay rights issue and how people have revisionist history on that. Look at Elizabeth Warren saying she's always supported gay rights. If you were a Republican in the early 90s and you supported gay rights, you were not uh, you were a statistical anomaly. Let's right. put it that way. Or like Joe Biden's dad being well, all for also... being all for men going around kissing each other. They just love each other, Joey. Yeah, I'll bet that's true. But but that's Wait, are you like, being a horse's tail. I just don't think that story is true about Joe Biden's dad. Do you? Uh, not <laughs> one piece of it. So, but my point is like the fact that he said it we, makes me wonder if he had a dad. <laughs> uh, the point is that if we edit the past, then it makes it more possible to believe that, like, oh yeah, like people in the eighties definitely like never said like the gay slur that starts with F or like the slur for intellectual disabilities that starts with I R. I haven't right? heard. Of, what is the slur? The slur for gay people that starts with F. What is it? It's also a word for a bundle of wood. And Never mind. See, or a cigarette. See if the no, colleague can catch you saying I'm it. I'm not going to say it. Okay. I don't generally say it. Unless I'm literally reading an old book and I'm literally right. talking about gathering sticks. Like That's the only time you'll hear Imagine me say that Imagine doing a public way. reading in P-Town in the summer. Coming to that. <laughs> um, but but I think it's important that we maintain that perspective because, if, yeah, if you go back and edit movies from the 80s so nothing offensive happens in them, then you're going to have a very distorted sense. Then you can actually walk around believing that all people through all of history all right. were for gay marriage and, you know, all were, you know, all like total racial equality people you know you can you can come up with this idea that the stuff that people believe now has always been believed by all people at all at least all good people at all times right and that it gives you a lot less room for like grace and understanding that people's views change and shift based on the cultural norms around them and that like yeah if you were in nazi germany you probably would have gone right along with everything too because that's what everybody was doing but yeah but yeah like it it's very important to understand how much people's mindsets change based on the culture that you're in at this moment in time i mean look at 21% of Gen Z identifies as some type of gay. I mean, like, one out of every five of them. And you're going to tell me that that's not, like, a cultural influence? It's obvious that culture shapes our worldview so much, right? But anyway, a couple quick presidential race updates I wanted to get to before we sign off. One is that Fox News had a poll that ran, I believe, April 21 through 24 that's showing Kennedy with 19%. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not. I mean, that's astonishing, frankly, for the type of candidate that he is and campaign he's running. Um, so, yeah, Joe Biden, 62, Kennedy, 19, Marianne Williamson, 9. Democratic primary voters plus or minus five. 19. I mean, so, and they're saying they're not going to have debates because, I mean, they don't have to. They have an incumbent president. There's no law saying that they have to have presidential debates, but they could end up being pressured into having them potentially if it's that many of their primary voters, really. I, we'll have to see more polling because there's not that much out there yet since he's announced that is not a good a bit bit good news for him though well i think this is part of why he got right in why he got in um but yeah they're saying they're not going to have debates you know who else is saying he's not going to do debates your buddy donald john trump is saying oh yeah, that yeah. he's not going to do debates yeah no he said that he'll be treated unfairly that is that's a bitchy move not good well he's all bitchy moves he doesn't mm. want to debate he 
is in Florida lobbying the lawmakers to make it illegal for Ron DeSantis to run without resigning? Like, who does that serve? Who is that for? It's small. Everybody it also knew- shows that he's a scared. Right. It's, it's, it's whiny, and it seems mm-hmm. like a person who's afraid that Ron DeSantis will get into the race, frankly. You know, it seems small instead of, you know, big and little. Like, he didn't lobby for Nikki Haley to not be in the race. Nikki Haley, by the way, I, like, want to like her, but she needs to just go away. Did you see what she said about Disney today? Talk about somebody who doesn't get it, who's stuck in the Republicanism of 15 years ago. She was like, we cancel Disney, we can cancel. Is that, was it that one? It's the one where she says, if Disney, if Disney, like, if Florida's mean to Disney, they can come to South Carolina and I'll introduce them to the governor there and they'll bring jobs. Like, are you high? Like, have you missed? I think sometimes, has she been in a coma for 20 years? And she's, she's just she's woke up good. and thinks she's, she's in, like, 2003? She's she's terrible. She's she she means well. I think. Like why? What is she? I don't understand what she's doing in the race. Like, I just don't get it. Like, why is she here? I don't know. But um. Also, just as a feel good thing, can we play Kamala? Uh yeah. Hold on. Kamala is also. Do you know she's been announced as the running mate? I mean, I don't think it's too late to. Ugh. Um, you yeah, know, switch her out if it, she could be unannounced. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, so she's you know working hard out there too to sell the American people on this administration. So, I think it's very important, as you have heard from so many incredible leaders, for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present. And to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but the future. She day drunk, first of all. <laughs> I don't and, know. And I don't also, know. Did, did somebody is either writing that copy to mess with her. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> or it's like it's somebody... It, it's AI just saying, say nothing. But, but nobody, words. like. Don't you think, I mean, how many of these clips have to be viral before somebody's like, we need to switch up our speaking style here? It's and possible like- that they're, that she is so bad at emphasizing the right words that they get, just give her these benign scripts to read, <laughs> just make it pie in the sky stuff. And so if, if she decides to emphasize something in riff, then we're safe because nobody, nothing means any of it. It's just a spam speech. Yeah. Also, did you see Biden's little cue card that he had today? No. That the reporters got a picture of, and it has the um, it has the questions from the reporter on it with a picture of the reporter who's going to ask the question. Oh, and geez. like the word for word oh, question. Oh, that is tough. I have not seen like, that. Like in large text. Yeah, I sent it to us. It's. Um, is, is there any audio? Yeah, uh, no. It's just that it's is just a photo of his little card. Reporter a- Q and A, April twenty sixth, twenty twenty three. And it says Courtney Sue Bramian, and there's like a little how to pronounce L.A. Times foreign policy semiconductor manufacturing. How are you squaring your priorities? Like blah 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 semiconductors. Like, oh, that is a tough, tough look. Oy. Alice, what is the hot sauce? This is a Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. Uh, the original Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce is a delicious hot sauce where you don't have to sacrifice either heat or flavor. You really get both in one delicious sauce. Um, They've also recently come out with two new flavors, a little lighter on the heat, bigger on the flavor. So there's a pineapple flavor now and a bourbon flavor, both delicious. Uh, You can see them both right here behind me if you're watching on the video. So now you can shop any of those flavors. You can find them at ChelseaFireHotSauce.com. You can also find them at your Market Basket or Big Y if you shop at those stores. And they will donate 5% of the proceeds to the Fallen Firefighters Foundation. Nice, nice. You pulled the old bait and switch on me, Shattuck. I distinctly heard on this podcast last night a replay of Kim Jean-Pierre telling us that it was Lesbian Visibility Week. Yes, it well, is. Well, today, because I have some spare time, <laughs> I spent a lot of time and a lot of money on gas driving around Jamaica Plain 
expecting to see chicks having scissor fights. I don't know what that means. Those are never run with scissors, by the way. They used to tell Mm -hmm. me that in grade school. I think everybody can understand that. And expecting chicks to be bumping uglies on a blanket in a park in Jamaica Plain. What did I see? I see it. Good job. Well, the chicks I saw could probably play O-line for the Pats, and (laughs) they could probably beat the crap out of me with one hand tied behind their back. So, of course, I skedaddle out of there, but I'm very disappointed. Well, I mean, I I don't know enough about. Are there a lot of like really beautiful? I don't know. I have no problem with the lesbian community. I did have a problem at Flann O'Brien's in 1995. I did tell the bartender who was beautiful that I believed that she was a lesbian. That that didn't make any sense. She should just go on a date with me, and I was um, in the, the you were ridiculous. she was really beautiful, and mm-hmm. she barred me from the bar. And banned me, and the bouncer took me out and said, "Don't come back here and here." And I have not been there since nineteen hundred ninety and five. Sorry about that. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not my fault. Hi, folks. Hey. Um, you know, Joe. Joe Biden wears Ray Bans because he's so wired on Joy Juice Ooh. that his pupils. Mm. A few comments like, like this we've gotten. <laughs> and they don't want you to see that, which is yeah. why he wears them all the time. Interesting. dilated stare blankly like he's looking into a fourth dimension. Um, <laughs> Interesting. On the whatever hopped up stuff he's got on. And um, I wanted to just comment on the pizza place that just opened up up there, which mm-hmm. is which you were this talking about. This is from the All You Can podcast. Eat pod. Um, the Galleria Umberto does the same thing, I think. I think when they run out of um whatever it is they just they just close up shop as well they're only open a certain amount of hours a day because when they run out they run out and that's it so also i wanted to congratulate you uh in a very liberal sense alice on your clump of cells thank you oh, there we go. Um, <laughs> best of luck with that Wait, where is galleria umberto is that around here i'm not sure i'm not sure either i bet you it is it. i'll have to look for it uh, I was going to start a, a call today for, uh, what are we, on Wednesday or Tuesday? No, it's basically Tuesday. Okay. Well, it um, was when you saw the hills of a burn barrel. And, oh, um, get your hand out of there, please. Can you? I was trying to follow up with please? George, but I, I couldn't get him to explain the entire thing that I wanted to bring up, but I can explain it sometime when I have some time. Tonight's not a good time. You get it. But it's just nice. I want to call and say hello. Hey, Fritz, thank you. Thank you for saying hello. Hey, guys, Steve from Gloucester. How you doing? Hi, I wasn't Steve. sure if we're able to talk about the All You Can Eat podcast you may on the talk Burn about Barrel the podcast, All you can eat podcast. But I just All want to say that I very much agree with you both that the Big Mac sauce should only go on Big Macs Correct. and nothing Correct. else. And Although I we did agree. get a comment. Pause for a sec. Morgan on Twitter was saying that he likes to add the Big Mac sauce and fries to other burgers. I mean, well, maybe we should try to steel man this. Is that a thing? Is that, <laughs> yes. Did I use it right? Yes. Because we should probably debate this, talk about this on the next the All You Can, you can podcast. Eat podcast. But, but, but I, I am definitely somewhat troubled by this trend of everything but the kitchen sink kind of stuffing stuff into burgers. I feel it's a national problem. And it's, I have no problem. Obviously, I have no problem with excess. My right, life is excess. Right. But we'll discuss it more. But I, I think that's a problem. That putting those types of products in the supermarket, mm-hmm. it just isn't right. Correct. It just isn't something that we should be doing. I mean, I see the Chick fil A sauce in a bottle. And- yes, 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 yes. You're absolutely right. I'm bothered by that too. Sam Walton's market has all this stuff. To me, that's a no go. I mean, Correct. you only get the Chick-fil-A sauce when you go to Chick-fil-A. Right. I mean, that just makes Exclusivity. sense. You're totally right. I wonder, actually, did I, am I, is that, am I imagining this? Did I see the Arby's horsey sauce available at Walmart? I don't know. Do you reckon, I hope, if you guys have seen that, let me know, too. I haven't, I'm on a weekend 180, so I, I, I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> I don't well, Once think. you're in maintenance, well, you could, beer, so. once you're in maintenance, you can have things in moderation, That is. Sweetie. I ordered way too much. Way too much. I ordered way too much Taco Bell. 
Taco Bell. I get yeah. the craving meal for two. Oh, ho, 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 it's just me and my brother, but I ordered onto that. There's when I was no... in California, I ordered too much Del Taco. I love Del Taco. Oh, don't even get me going else. This is, believe me, I I assure you, and I consider you pretty and feminine and and um, supple. <laughs> Thanks. But I, I am more sexually attracted to tacos now. The food stuff, than I have ever been to any woman. I'm sorry about that. But aren't you too? I mean, you would rather whack out a thing of linguine than make love to me, right? <laughs> Seriously. You said any woman, though. What? Wait a second. <laughs> what just happened? I'm not sure. You get that's, two beans. I don't think that's good. Two burritos in this craving meal for oh, two. Oh, oh, oh. Two soft taco, two chips and cheese, two crunch wrap. Two what? Crunch wrap? Oh, oh, yeah, that's a good... Oh. And I don't know how to make that, those that's in a that sandwich press, by the and way. Then, I used um, to do that professionally. No, you don't know. I, then I had it on three uh, crunchy tacos, two five-layer burritos, oh. and three soft tacos. That's rocking and rolling. With, uh, all that is $30. Yeah, it's great. Some of that is for uh, lunches oh. um, today, tomorrow. Still, that's yeah, a lot of food. Out of your mouth. Get oh, it my out goodness. of your mouth um, right now. All you can eat. What is it? Okay, a balloon. Uh, that's awesome, Justin. Believe me, as a fat, I love the idea of that. I have been burnt before. Um, I would rock and roll that as well. And if I had partaken in, um, some, what is he doing? He's throwing my things at me because I told him not to put a balloon in his mouth. I would have, uh, if I was under the spell of marijuana, I would certainly enjoy that even more. No doubt about that. Steve from Aramac. Hey, Steve. From the car. I guess I have only one person to turn to to talk about a subject that is very interesting to me, and that would be one Thomas Shattuck. Hey! <laughs> uh, Tom, uh, Jasmine Harden, the uh, beautiful, loony, gun-toting socialite uh, from Belize who shot to death that... Uh, that cop that she was having drinks with on a dock. Uh, who the hell knows what happened? Anyway, she pled guilty oh. yesterday to those charges. Uh, in the parlance of the Howie Carr show, I will say that Jasmine Pardon is definitely, definitely not guilty. I am. Uh, and if you need any evidence, you need to check out the picture of her no. in a bikini uh, shooting a shotgun. At a target on the beach, it's uh, it's good stuff. What are your thoughts, Tom? Thank you. I will say, likewise, this is a woman. Oh wow, she's lost half the bikini in the picture I'm seeing now. Whoa, this one she's swimming, doing the backstroke with the half of the bikini gone. This Steve, this is a public service you have done. Now, Alice, <laughs> here's a problem. Yeah. Is that we've got plenty more messages, but we're out of time. So we're going to have to save these the rest for tomorrow. Save more messages. Oh, no, yeah, we'll, we'll throw Tim, Tim in here at the last second. Tim. Okay. Okay, I'm going to swear. the f*** is your problem with Damn people it. who wear Almost sunglasses or wearing sunglasses in general? <laughs> Are you f***ing me? Damn it, Tim. Do you know what it's like to spend four months of the year not seeing the sun, and then when you finally do, it burns your eyeballs to the point where you feel like Brubaker coming out of the prison? <laughs> What the hell is with you? Do you have like bionic eyes or something? That's one thing I'm not going to defend Biden on, but at least I understand. Plus, besides, we all know it's just hiding the dilation of his pupils yeah, because there's like so the much medication in that man's that. blood. But I have no problem with the sunglasses. I, I need more insight on this. This is a very strange pet peeve to have. It's an attempt to try to be cool by hardos. Most people don't need sunglasses at all. It's an attempt to try to act like a rock star. It's the same reason why I hate pool halls, because dudes go there and they act like they walk around, strut around the pool and act like it's a, it's a peacock thing. It's for hardos. Hardly anybody needs sunglasses. I am a, a person whose people are from northern uh, 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 Europe and... I have blue eyes, and I don't, very rarely need sunglasses. We have been trained to look around outside through evolution. You don't need them. It's a DB. It's a total DB 
Okay, thank you. Um, I appreciate Move to have sunglasses. Now, Tim, I don't believe that you are that person, so I don't believe that you're doing it for that reason, but I believe the vast majority of other people are doing hard-o preening, and it's a vanity project. I say no to sunglasses. I think you need to resist this. It's the same thing with... with, I don't want to get into it because I'm going to... People who know too much about bourbon, just F off with that stuff. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We, as always, appreciate it. Hopefully, I know what day of the week it is this week, but I think we have one more show. Is that right? Because last week, I lied and told people on Thursday that there was another show because I thought it was Wednesday. So anyway, we have one more uh, show this week. If you want to join us for the live stream and stuff like that, you can do that at patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can, of course, always find the show for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. And don't forget to go listen to the All You Can Eat podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.